You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Thursday, December 13th, 2018, and we read from Luke, the third chapter. People are flocking to the wilderness to be baptized by John. Baptism is like some new trend. There are people who generally want to follow, but John's word suggests some people are coming out just to be part of the crowd. His words in this text are harsh, but maybe we receive them more harshly than we should. Even though John provides instructions on how to bear fruit, Readers are still left wondering, how can we tell if we are productive? Bearing fruit is a common theme in Luke. Jesus will use this image several times throughout the gospel. I think we need to remember, bearing fruit is about giving life for others to enjoy. How do John's words speak to your life today, and what catches your attention as you listen? Let us listen to Luke chapter 3, verses 7 through 18. Then John said to the crowds who came to be baptized by him, You children of snakes, who warned you to escape from the angry judgment that is coming soon? Produce fruit that shows you have changed your hearts and lives, and don't even think about saying to yourselves, Abraham is our father. I tell you that God is able to raise up Abraham's children from these stones. The axe is already at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that doesn't bear good fruit will be chopped down and tossed into the fire. Crowds asked him, What then should we do? He answered, Whoever has two shirts must share with the one who has none, and whoever has food must do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? And he replied, Collect no more than you are authorized to collect. Soldiers asked, What about us? What should we do? And he answered, Don't cheat or harass anyone, and be satisfied with your pay. The people were filled with expectation, and everyone wondered whether John might be the Christ. John replied to them all, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than me is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The shovel he uses to sift the wheat from the husk is in his hands. He will clean out his threshing area and bring the wheat into his barn, but he will burn the husk with fire that can't be put out. With many other words, John appealed to them, proclaiming good news to the people. 
Eric, in this business, you either sink or swim. And right now, you are blub, 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 blub. Of course, when he got to the blub, blub, blub part, he was throwing his hands up in the air like I was drowning. This is how I was greeted every day for weeks at one of my first jobs. The person sharing the observation was the camp's head cook. We needed to work together on ordering food for camper groups living on the land. The head cook was serious, and his observation was not far off. I found myself in a job I was ill-prepared to handle and was really struggling to make it work. His criticisms, though, were too far over the top to be taken seriously. It made me laugh then, and it makes me laugh now. But then again, I did figure out a way to swim. Maybe it'd be different if I had not. I hear that cook speaking to me and to the world in John's call to repentance this morning. Eric, in this business, you either produce fruit or you do not produce fruit. I just can't think of a sound or emotion to communicate to Dormant Branch. Who determines if we are producing fruit or swimming? Too often we think it's someone else, a boss, the world, our parents. I would like to propose to you, people tend to judge themselves harsher than even their critics. They will blame some outside force for the lack of acceptance, but deep down, the negative feelings are often coming from within. When I hear these words at this time, I also think of several young people in my life. They enter the workforce with years of education, training, and expectation, only to discover fruit production is hard. They are willing to work, but struggle to find fulfillment in their job. This lack of fulfillment leads to a sense of barrenness, as though they are not being productive. Thoughts also turn to older people who are no longer able to produce like they once did. For them, the only consistency is the constant flow of physical challenges in life. Some young parents struggle emotionally to cope with what the future will hold for their children. These parents wonder as they raise children, am I helping them bear fruit? Thankfully, John provides some instruction for fruit production. He says, a person with two shirts should share one with a person without a shirt. I think John is suggesting something more than just sharing possessions. He, like Jesus, pushes those who hear his words to engage with their neighbors. John is instructing us to discover that our own sense of value often rests in our relationship with others. If you're struggling to satisfy your own inner production manager, then find time to engage with other people. Consider volunteering your time in an organization or church. In some situations, allow people in to help you. The more contact we have sharing our lives and possessions with others, the more likely we are to be thankful. Thankful hearts are full of gratitude and rarely consider themselves unproductive. How productive do you feel at this moment? and whose voice is most influential in determining your sense of production.
possessions, and what are you grateful for? you to engage with the world by praying for your neighbor. Let us listen one more time to Luke chapter 3, verses 7 through 18. Then John said to the crowds who came to be baptized by him, You children of snakes, who warned you to escape from the angry judgment that is coming soon? Produce fruit that shows you have changed your hearts and lives. And don't even think about saying to yourselves, Abraham is our father. I tell you that God is able to raise up Abraham's children from these stones. The axe is already at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that doesn't bear good fruit will be chopped down and tossed into the fire. The crowds asked him, What then should we do? He answered, Whoever has two shirts must share with the one who has none, and whoever has food must do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? And he replied, Collect no more than you are authorized to collect. Soldiers asked, What about us? What should we do? And he answered, Don't cheat or harass anyone, and be satisfied with your pay. The people were filled with expectation, and everyone wondered whether John might be the Christ. John replied to them all, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than me is coming. I'm not worthy to loosen the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The shovel he uses to sift the wheat from the husk is in his hands. He will clean out his threshing area and bring the wheat into his barn, but he will burn the husk with fire that can't be put out. With many other words, John appealed to them, proclaiming good news to the people. Let us pray together. Gracious Lord, day by day you pour out upon us gifts to be grateful for, but too often our own thoughts stand in the way of us seeing these gifts. We become clouded with worry, demands from work and life, struggles to feel whole. In the midst of it all, you invite us to pray, to read, and to hear of your steadfast love. Then you guide us into the lives of our neighbors, so that together in community we may discover through you We are bearing fruit for the world. Amen. Now may God grant you freedom, 
May Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go and protect you on your way. Amen.